My name is Liza Bilby, and welcome to the Mad River Anthology. I'm the Blue Laker. I went to China this summer with my friend Eleni Zaharopoulos. We were doing recordings the whole time, and we were there for like 28 days. That was, that was my favorite one that we did because yeah. we were, we got all dressed up to go to an art exhibit, I think, and we kept getting lost getting to the subway because the, um, this is all in Shanghai and the streets aren't, like in Beijing, the streets are all parallel and it's on a grid system and in Shanghai, it's not. 
and somehow I was completely disoriented about where we were for the whole for the, for, like, for like two weeks that I was there. Yeah. Um, and then then I sort of got a hang of it and knew where everything was, but we kept getting lost going to the subway and we had taken this little alley. I think that was the day that we just like walked around in circles for a really long time, found it, and then someone was selling something like cassette tapes or or um, CDs, but it, they weren't CDs, and that's what the Desperado thing was. Wow. Um, yeah, it's good to have that on as a recorded piece of um, information. Yeah. yeah. And then <laughs> they were street, uh, they were people tearing the street apart, and it was dark. Third verse is, Oh, I don't know that. We practiced this in Singapore. Is there a speaker And I didn't get it then, I'm not going to get it now. And now we're I was thinking, I was, I was trying before. I can't start it. Oh, come on. <laughs> You have to teach me again. That is my friend Carrie. We work together at the Kennedy Center. Um, she's like a longtime China sort of person. Like we all, Carrie and my friend Allison, who we stayed with in Shanghai, we all went over to China in 2002. I didn't know Carrie at the time. Uh, Allison and I were both on the Fulbright program, and I don't remember why Carrie went over initially, what she was doing. But she'd been to China before and like had done something with Chinese studies and I think Japanese studies too. Really smart, really smart girl. Um, and Allison and Carrie stayed since two, you know, from they've been there since two thousand two. Well. And Carrie lives in Beijing and she's a singer. She actually won um, this really big competition in China for foreigners who can be the most Chinese or like um, foreigners doing like a foreigner talent show right. on, on national TV. Um, and they made a document. Somebody made a documentary about it that I saw on a Northwest Airlines flight. Wow. To uh, Amsterdam. <laughs> I was like, I know her. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, she won this national competition, and the other voice, the guy who's saying he can't do it, is her boyfriend. Okay. So. So now, do me a favor. I know a lot of this is recap, but just give me a quick encapsulation. Of the entire trip. You get on the plane, you go here, you stay. Give me the quick. Okay, so we started in San Francisco, because Eleni lives in San Francisco, and the idea was we were going to do an art trip. Um, I hadn't been to China since 06, and I really wanted to go after having been in grad school for two years and sort of see where I was at with China in terms of art and stuff, because the last time I was there I was, you know, studying full time uh, opera performance. So we uh, got in the plane, flew to Seoul, and we had a layover for an entire night in Seoul, and we ended up staying at a Jim Jilbang, like a sauna, mm -hmm. overnight. Then the next day, we went to um, Shanghai, and the goal was to do one piece of art a day. Okay. And a lot of that ended up being like little sketches and visual art, and then we ended up teaching, and we had this clown parade that came at the very end. So, um, 
that's yeah most of the time we were in Shanghai one we did one weekend trip or like a two or three day trip to Hangzhou which is like two hours on a train from okay. Shanghai and we stayed with my friend Allison for free uh, taught some classes I ended up doing a lot of translation um, I did not come prepared with enough money so <laughs> it's good that I <laughs> found some stuff to do right because Shanghai is as expensive as New York yeah really especially expensive. the neighborhood we were living in yeah okay so okay and then you're making recordings all along yeah, the way. yeah the whole time we were really excited about you know we wanted to make a zine and we still want to make like an an audio zine But that band was really great. And yeah. it was really, like, the music isn't super punky, but they were pretty, like, punks. Messing with, uh, he had this uh, logo that Shanghai's having the World Expo in 2010. And they have this really ugly logo that looks like a squirt of toothpaste named Highball. And he had a Highball thing on his head. And he, he killed the uh, Beijing Olympic logo. Chris Vaughn. Ausgezeichnet. <laughs> 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 他有些今天晚上有选修课
我这里还有一点点，但是我是留着的。你留着吧，我这里还还不没怎我海报给了他两张，两张大的，两张小的海报已经给他了。这个给他们了，这个没给。哎呦，也有。这个你自己拿了是吧？哎，好，那就可以了，那就不，我就不给你了。你小心点，比他比他比他帅。嗯，你们可以先走，我们走了吧。呃，再加上去。The Shanghai Academy of Drama, and the woman who I used to work for is one of the, is the vice headmaster there. And so, she said, "Today you're going out to to dinner. We really need you to help do this translation." And since I speak German, I ended up speaking mostly German to the woman. And it was just sort of like this is at our lunch. I really wanted to take Eleni to a banquet because that's sort of the essential Chinese yeah. experience. Try and work in three languages because Eleni doesn't speak German and she doesn't speak. Chinese, so I was translating for for、right. her into English, and then the、um, the my Chinese friends don't speak English or or German, so、right. it was so sort of like back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, and the spin your head a little bit. Yeah, so I always end up throwing in words that don't make any sense, or like <laughs>、yeah. the grammar goes to hell. But、right. but you got it done. It was fun. It took me three days to write this. Wow. Well. Well. Okay, cesspool. <laughs> we cut it off 
to the bus for the concert hall around 5.30, missed the 5.50 bus, thank God, actually that would have been way too early, and caught the 6.31. While waiting, we watched the Olympic opening ceremony broadcast on a giant screen at Wushan Gongchang. The last time we had been there, it had been plain as well. <laughs> Says Eleni, get over it. <laughs> the Hangzhou Grand Theater is grand and bizarre. It's sort of a half shell with, a wild, with wild disco lights going on. It's next to a massive sphere that wasn't lit up when we got there. Audi sponsored the performance, and because of it, there were Audis everywhere, as well as supermodels in black evening dresses. And did you see the Audi glitter? Mm -hmm. Other glitter hoo-ha. Yeah. Not really their hoo-ha, but their <laughs> glitter thing. The I'm sure they're hoo -ha's glitter. I'm sure they do. That's why they're supermodels. <laughs> Ten ton is ridiculous. He came out and spoke about how wonderful Audi was. The brochure mentioned how Audi Chinese elites, no, Chinese progressive elites, and how when composing the music, the young musicians had gone to the Audi factory and experienced the sounds of the factory, combining this with the ancient sounds, ancient music of China's great musical legacy. They used Audi hubcaps and rims, uh, wheels, for percussion in the piece, at which point I turned to Eleni and whispered, we can never let the corporations own our art. <laughs> All through the intro to the overture, a man behind us gabbed away on his cell phone, loudly. I think he may have been the only person in the audience speaking at full voice besides Tan Dun. He didn't seem in a rush to end the conversation, and it continued a few bars into the music. The second piece was accompanied by an elderly woman opening and closing a plastic bag, a bit embarrassedly, and then the entire orchestra would give a whispered, ah, and the music would pick up again. I, for one, could hear no difference between any of the movements, but apparently there were four, and they marked different points of this spiritual journey. Bark, bark. But the most amazing, unbelievable, ridiculous, horrifying part was yet to come. Men. Gate. Returning to the door, to the afterlife, for the gates of heaven, a multimedia opera by Tan Dun, and featuring a bunraku puppet, a Jingju Qingyi uh, Wudan, and a white opera singer from the UK or US. Three women from three different cultures who killed themselves for love must be reconciled. It just seems like it needed to be done, says TD, and sets off did they do video. Done right, the three women posed in darkness. A hand dipped into water, shook a little bit for the camera. In the first act, the gatekeeper demanded, Do you hear the knocking on the door? You! And why did you die? Um, she looked alien and horrific. Any thought to the May of, of Shishu totally destroyed. After she committed suicide, Juliet, the white opera singer, came out in a slutty sleeveless bodice and skirt. She had briefly made an appearance earlier during the Jingju section. Now it was her turn to embarrass Western artists everywhere. <laughs> her music video, Think Madonna and Express Yourself, but more ghoulish, and while earnestly singing lines from Romeo and Juliet crawling to the camera, ultra close-up. Um, I had to cover my eyes because I kept laughing. She kept dying. Well, I, Ten, Ten Dun had really asked. The final section was the puppet, which didn't really live for me except for in a few key parts. The puppeteer was Chinese-trained in China and at Yukon, but spoke what I can only believe to be his terrible Japanese. Ten Dun recited over this, Are you ready to live again? Are you willing to love again? Open the gate, screams Tendun. These poor, beautiful souls are ready to live again, ready to love again. And mercifully, the piece ended, but not without one final hand in the water, shake, shake, drip, drip, drip. 
Lady had a nice voice, but I found the recap of Romeo and Juliet without anything new, at best a cliff notes of the performance that didn't serve to deepen my understanding of Romeo and Juliet, or women, or love, or suicide. Okay, so no cliff notes. Just a middle school book report with a video project if you happen to have an opera singer's voice. Heaven help us. It makes me so mad that some artists are given free reign to make what they want and don't have to answer for it. I mean, I'm glad Tendon is supported and can experiment and expand, but that the audience just loves it or accepts it as modern because it's Tendon with multimedia makes me want to attack people. In a way, it does push me to make me want to. How could that opera singer make Western artists look so bad? It's as though we don't get any training at all. How could she? In the end, we went home laughing and hungry with a desire to do good and with a fun little booklet in our hand. <laughs> went to this performance that ranked low on our, our performance <laughs> yeah. index. Yeah. yeah, we were being very snotty about it. We It was terrible. I covered my eyes. I think I talked about that in the yeah. critique. We just needed to vent. It, it, it was, yeah. And so we had this evening where my friend and her girlfriend and Lenny we were all sitting together and we'd all seen the performance. My one friend works for the man who did the performance and I think it's a very difficult thing for her because she's trying to come to terms with how she feels about the art that she's facilitating. That was our purging moment where yeah. we read from our journals and <laughs> sat with a bottle of wine and tried to come to terms with that. Right, yeah. I, I think yours concludes with the sentiment that you... <laughs> wanted to attack people that it makes you want to attack <laughs> it did we didn't attack anyone it was mostly i wanted to attack the woman who gave him a standing ovation like, what right are you thinking yeah 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 it make me want to how could that opera singer make western artists look so bad it's as though we don't get any training at all how could she in the end we went home laughing and hungry with a desire to do good and with a fun little booklet in our hand
作，恶乱不过是威武与金钱。倘若财物碎了，冤也未必定害人结仇怨。倘若是女儿不遭难，爹娘回来还愿。倘若是女儿。定要问一番，如今成了儿心愿，落一个亲薄的身儿，我也喊小舅。两段。So it's two. 如果你们嗓子好的，后头还有两句嗓。And we'll have the orchestra accompany us. So that's for the women. The male piece. I usually don't sing the male part, but because we've got a man, I've prepared something. 听从头，一不是相骂，兵则寇；二不是待人呐，八成头。杨凌与我来争得斗，因此上发配到登州，舍不得太爷的恩情。舍不得衙役们重班头，是难舍。斋坊寺里与我的好朋友，舍不得老娘儿不了头。娘生儿脸心肉，儿心千里目担忧，儿想娘生。难得空，二想娘来，泪双流，眼见得红，雨衣暂落在西山头，叫一声姐差报，光柴的光，这是你唱的。这一段挺长的。That's what you'll be singing. 对吧？你喜欢吗？这一段？ Do you like it? You've been listening to the Mad River Anthology. My guest tonight, Liza Bilby. I'm Brent Jenkins.
If you have questions or comments about this program, please call our listener comment line at 826-6089. The Mad River Anthology airs the second and fourth Sundays of the month at 10 p.m. and is produced for KHSU, located at Humboldt State University.